yeah, 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 uh, look, uh, ball player, ball player, no watching from the side, said that you got him next, well go ahead and show him why, no limits in the sky, go ahead and take What up everybody, welcome to another edition of Up Next, where we tell you who's up next in youth sports, uh, grassroots basketball, AAU basketball, any other kind of sport. You could think of football, baseball. I'm Jamal Murphy. Got my man, co-host Khalid Green here with me. What's up? Hey, what's up, man? I had to, I had to bring my man on. All right, my man. Don't he does not get enough props? And I'm gonna say it early. One of the legends of New York City basketball, and one of the top coaches that ever came out of the New York City public or Catholic league. Tiny Morton, man. So we're happy to have him up on here. Word up. Just to just to add to that, of course, former Lincoln High School in Brooklyn head coach. He coached uh, Sebastian Telfair, Lance Stevenson, Isaiah Whitehead, among others. Uh, I think you got nine PSAL chips. Is that correct? Yeah, that's that's right. <laughs> as a head coach, yeah. Yep, nine as the head coach. As a head coach. Also, grassroots basketball legend. Had, had the uh, Juice All-Stars. Also, former Seton Hall assistant coach, so big-time D1 assistant coach. And I think most recently, he was assisting assistant coach at the Patrick School last year. Are you, are you still there, or you left from there? I had a stunt at, uh, at, at, at Nazareth also being an AD and a head coach over there, so I got to add that to my resume. Okay, <laughs> well, that, that's real. Sorry about that. How many states? Try, How know, many states? Nah, yeah, I got to... I Four states as a as a head coach. Uh-huh. Good stuff. So, so you know, what's up, man? Dwayne Tiny Morton, welcome once again. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Yeah, thanks for coming. I got a little brief now on on a uh, on the past guest, so I know I, I, this is a special invite. No question. <laughs> well, you know, you know, 12, 12 championships will do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, so let's 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 start it off. How it all how it all started for you, like in terms of even like back in the day, did you play ball? Um, when did you get? When did you like develop the love of basketball? Um, I don't know. It gradually stuck on to me because um, I lived like next to a basketball court, and uh, it was so easy access to go and work on my game. So it's kind of funny because, like I said, I I, I live right probably. 150 steps away from the basketball court, and I and I was to be over there playing, and you know it was it was like one it might have been one court, and and obviously the older guys would be over there playing, but um once I started getting better at that one court, I branched out and went two three blocks at, uh, forward, and that's that's the uh, the Marbury neighborhood, mm-hmm. the garden courts, so once I branched out over there and um and was competing. Then I started going all over Coney Island to the different courts, competing, you know what I mean, playing. So um, after that, then I, I, I got a nickname called Tiny. I didn't know, you know who the person Tiny was, but the older guys, you know, was probably watching Tiny Archibald. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't realize I was named after him until maybe, until I started coaching, to be honest, bro. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't realize, because growing up, I was a, I was an Isaiah Thomas fan, so mm. I didn't do my homework and find out who Tiny wasn't until I really started coaching. And um, 
and it's sad I'm saying that, but um, yeah, that was a. If I'd have known that, I'd probably been big headed or something. So I'm glad I didn't know. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Because right. that was huge. But um, so yeah, from from there, I branched out, and and I, I think I'm one of the first guys that from Coney Island that really branched out into the AAU scene. The reason why I say that is because um, playing at Lincoln, most of the guys played at the Broncos. Mm-hmm. But you know me from being from you know born in I mean born from Fort Greene and and navigated through through New York City as as a childhood I, I met many friends so I went I played for everybody basically tried out for Riverside so I heard about the paddles so that wasn't gonna work <laughs> for me went to Gauchos you know Gauchos right. took care of everybody you ain't had to you ain't had you ain't had to pay for too much played right. for the Sun Devils. You know, it's one of the, the the real Harlem teams, you know. So, so that started my branching out, man. And and my upbringing made me feel comfortable going and say, "Yo, Khalid, you know, you got a piece, I got a piece, we can make something happen." So, like people, people, people didn't understand, and it's and it, it's it's not easy to do because not everyone's accepted in everyone's neighborhood. But me being, you know, you know growing up and navigating, you know, through different neighborhoods as a child, it made it easy easy for me to go back to Fort Greene and be like, oh, I could walk into a Quran house. I'm from Fort Greene. I got family right next door. Mm-hmm. So that right there, I thought was major for me. People don't understand that. Like it's, if if I didn't have the, you know, the the the, the, the family from Fort Greene and had the balls to, to go into Fort Greene projects and get a kid, then it would never happen. Right. So you play what 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 level? What's the highest level you got to playing? Division one. Uh-huh. Yeah, I played Division one. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. LIU, Central Connecticut first, then I played at LIU. Uh huh. And then so was so once once you got older, was coaching like a natural like the you know coaching kids was that like a natural transition? I think the only thing natural with me was 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 knowing. Because I did play on a high level in high school, mm-hmm. you know. I, I mean, I, I played against, I played against everyone that was top in the country in high school career. So, you know, I kind of had experience with that. But I think the only thing that was really natural is is is, is how is what kids felt as a basketball player, you know, or what kids felt as as a hungry basketball player or just a hungry person. Mm. Tiny, when you started coaching at Lincoln as assistant, how did, like, you were under there, you were with Bobby Hardstein when uh, uh, Steph was a senior, right? Yes. Uh, Officially. I was around the team when he was a junior also. Okay. So, in foresight, I'm sure, I don't know if you knew about Bashy or you didn't at the time, but how do you think that prepared you for, you know, seeing how Bobby Hardstein coached Steph, to prepare you for how you coach uh, Sebastian? Nah, um, I mean, you know, I can't blueprint what, what happened with me because um, it was by, it, it, it was really by, 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 by luck, of, by, by God's choice for me to still be there because, um, you know, junior, Stephon junior year, we was kind of close, especially going to the senior year. If, and if my son wasn't being born in '94, then I probably would, would have probably went and and, and traveled with Stefan. Mm. You know, so he actually asked me to, to come, you know, roll with him to Georgia Tech, and I was like, I got a son, I can't, 
Right. Got a son like now. I can't make no moves like that. Right. So, right. you know, so that, that Sebastian thing didn't didn't come to play until it came to play, you know? Right. Right. So for the for the grassroots AU part of it, was that something did you were you involved in that from the from the get-go? Or was it you were at Lincoln and then you kinda you kinda saw what the what the scene was like and then went into that? I was involved with it as a player, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I was involved with it a little bit, you know, yeah, as a player, because I, I like I said, I played mm-hmm. with some of the AAU programs. So I, I knew how, you know, some of the teams got treated and some of the best players got treated. And then, you know, you know, Stefan years in the AAU scene, it's, it was, it was on a different level. So, cause you had, you had um, Felipe, mm-hmm. you had KG. So I seen it on a high level. And then um, coaching that Lincoln Hosting, you know, put me in the right place, right time. He uh, he kind of like hand gave me the um, the AU situation, basically. And what was what was the scene like back then? Because you've been in it all these years, you know, since, since and you like you said, mm-hmm. you played in it, so you really seen this grassroots game for a long time. So, talk to me about like like the evolution of it, like how it's different now or in good or bad ways or whatever? I mean, it's always been consistent in terms of the top teams, you know, fighting for the best players. You know, it's just, it's just it, was a, it was a gentleman's game back then, you know. Right now it might be a little bit slugfest um, with less talent. Mm-hmm. I think if if the competition with AU coaches was, was going on back then, I think more of us would have made it. You know, you know, so, but right now, I've seen the transition from, it's kind of like when, when you have control of, of a, a situation and then, and you got a bunch of people that, I'm trying to put it in the right words without condescending or patronizing anyone, <laughs> but um, it's kind of like when, when the, the leader leaves the house and you're trying to figure out who's in charge now, you know what I'm saying? And, and everyone's fighting for, everyone's fighting for, you know, that, 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 that stand. So um, that's how I see it now. I mean, I, I can't say when I was coaching, it was at the highest, but it had to be because we had so many kids going out of high school, you know? So at that, at that point, it was crazy. We had, I mean, consecutively, maybe like eight or nine high school kids going to the league consecutively. At one time, right. you know, we had kids going from from high school to being to being mean ass. You know, it was it was crazy. You know, it was crazy and it was positive to me because if 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 you was on the team with Sebastian, I mean, just think about it. Sebastian went to the NBA, but Chris Tack went to Pitt. Ramel mm-hmm. Bradley went to K- Kentucky. Karan went to Miami. You know what I'm saying? So if you just got a piece of that, that that was that was better than what I did. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. I think I think it was better back then. I mean, in terms of that period when when the Sebastian came through, the LeBrons came through, that period was to me was the highest. That and and I guess Kobe too, that Kobe stretch of Kobe and Tracy McGrady started it off. Right. You know, obviously and after that Tracy McGrady uh Kobe, I think it ended when um the end when the NBA stopped it, when they smartly stopped us grassroots people. For having hands on with our kids, <laughs> you said you said smartly. 
I, I, for them, not for uh, us. <laughs> what about you know for the, what about for the kids? Nah, the community is tore up right now. You know what I mean? I remember my era when when I when, when I had Adidas and Under Armour and you know every kid every kid and his cousin had free sneakers. Right now we hurting. You know, right. people don't realize that that free gear is is not even. I mean, I had a kid that told me this kid played pro ball for um for many years. Now he's an NBA scout. He told me when I gave him a free a free bag with a bunch of gear in it, that right there told him he almost made it. Mm. And we don't have that access anymore. Right. Right. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. Jamal might not know the history, but Jamal, that's one of the reasons when I was doing the uh, AAU on my side of town, I met Tiny at uh, five. Well, I knew him, but I met him. We really mm-hmm. talked at five-star basketball camp. And I had a couple, I had a few hot players on my side. And we were checking out from a scene, you know, what Lincoln was doing. Lincoln has always been that team in Brooklyn. And then um, Tiny talked to me about having a couple kids transfer and what he was trying to do with the, with the uh, program Juice All-Stars. So, you know, for us, it was kind of a no-brainer, man. It was right in Brooklyn, and we said, let's, let's jump in. So just speak to That's what another Tiny, story. That's another yeah. story. I'm not letting that go, Lee. <laughs> That's from my book. That's another story. What, what, the, what the collab? The Black Lives Matter story. That's my Black Lives Matter story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got to hold that one. All right. We're going to hold that one. <laughs> oh, so we, we, don't, we don't get the full, we don't get that full story, huh? Yeah, I gave you a snippet. I gave him a right. snippet. Nah, we, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got a snippet. But you know what? But, but so that's, I mean, you know, the reason why I named our team Juice All Stars, like I, I didn't have a name for our team, but when that situation happened, it was like, oh, I got the juice now. Okay, yeah, Juice All Stars. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, right. What was uh? So let's let's go let's go into it a little bit on the Sebastian side of it. Like what? I mean, he was such. I mean, he was a huge star back then. Like you said, at that time when you could go straight to the league. Uh, we we talked to a few people now, like there were like even that was pre social media, so he had to be one of the biggest pre social media stars of that time. And and you were, you know, you were yeah. his you were his right hand man. So how did it, like what was that like going through that? And yeah. then what did you learn through all that? I'm kind of glad he was before the social media because because it's 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 just too much social media right now you know what i'm saying like it's just too much it's just too easy access to uh to sell a product that that might not even be a product anymore so i'm kind of glad he didn't really bust on the scene now because it wouldn't have been real if you asked me because I, I i probably would have hated to see sebastian brag about you know him working out or something like that or like we don't do that we you just you know you go in the gym and keep it keep it quiet and come out and you know and 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 show them the court, you know, but, you know, obviously, you know, it's like the record game. That's why a lot of music people is into the sports now because you can, you can sell things on a, on a, on, a, on social media fast. You can sell it anywhere now. So I get it. You know, you know, somebody's going to buy it. So why not put it out? But I think it's hurting the game. You ask me, you know, you don't always have, you know, teams, you don't always have teams um, um, just looking for the best players. You know, so it's looking for those role players. So a lot of people are gonna be left out. I feel sorry for a lot of people. But what about like when he, when he, like when he was on top? 
like what you know the attention it was crazy you know but it, it was crazy like i i don't know how much you know about new york city but there's a restaurant called juniors mm-hmm. that's that's been you know a staple in our community for years yeah and when stefan you know Stefan was there and, and they named the cheesecake after Stefan. <laughs> right. I was like, oh, this is crazy. You know what I mean? And then when Stefan man KG went to the to the league out of high school, we all said, Oh, you could have did that too. Right. You know, I, you know, but you know, he didn't. But um I mean I think Stefan was right there, is that it just it didn't turn that corner yet. Mm-hmm. But um and then see Sebastian to um to come behind him, like I think it was easy for Sebastian. You know, I think I think it was easy for him to uh to, to follow those steps. It was already you know it was laid out for him. Yeah, right. the, yeah, the blueprint. When 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 did yeah. it kick in? When did it kick in that uh, he wasn't gonna go to Louisville and you just knew? All right, we're gonna make this NBA push. Um, when the, when the, when the Louisville coach said that he 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 might need to entertain the NBA. Mm-hmm. Like, like we we waited to to, to Rick Pitino say, you know, he, he, there's a good chance that he can probably get drafted. Hi, wow, you know that's all, you know. So, you know, outside of the, the shoe company, still saying, yeah, if he, he come out today, if he come out tomorrow, we still gonna, we still gonna sign him. So, yeah, I mean, he, I think he, I think he did enough um, research to find out, you know, if he's gonna get drafted or not. You know, so I think we did our job with that part. Right. And you look back on that, you think that was the right move, like in retrospect? Um, I mean, if it was my son and he mm-hmm. was going to have a chance to go lobby out of high school, mm-hmm. yes. Right. You know, that that's history one in itself. I just wish that his, his, his circle was ready, you know, more than he was ready. You know what I'm saying? It, it wasn't. It wasn't level to me. Right. I mean, you know, it's sometimes not the individual. It's never the individual. I mean, he kind of gets like a it's never the individual. I don't care how old. It's the people around. Mm-hmm. It's always. It's mm-hmm. I don't care what you do, what kind of business. If you're not in business, it's people around you. Yeah. <laughs> right. You can be the best drug dealer around. If you ain't got the right people around you, you're not gonna. You're not gonna last. It's a wrap. Right. We know that. Right. One one thing that I watching um, and God bless the dead Danny because he was around for that obviously um, that Bashy's brother. One thing that I admired was that y'all started getting selective about what Bashy should do and what Bashy shouldn't do. Like it's almost like at that time you started understanding the value and saying Bashy doesn't need to do this. Bashy doesn't need to do that. You knew you knew the game back then as far as what to put them in, what what made sense politically and all of that. Explain that because now today it seems like kids just do they play everywhere and they don't really have a rhyme or reason why they're doing what they're doing. They do have a reason. And 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 the reason they have is is people people are promoting them and mm-hmm. and, and and playing with their uh, emotions. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're doing it, because they all still kids. Don't have probably the doubts that know what's going on as much, because to be honest, the knowledge that I receive is not is not out there anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, I came under and behind some great basketball knowledge, you know, great people, and I was fortunate. We always fortunate to come behind at the right time. I mean, some individuals at this time might even you know get more out of the game, 
but when when Sebastian and I was 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 on on the highest level, we had great resources to reach back and, and ask questions. You know, one thing I, I had a good conversation with um a guy that was part of a uh, LeBron circle. You know what I'm saying? And he he gave us some insight on what they was going through and 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 what you know to watch out for and you know. So I had a lot of people telling me some information, and that's that's one thing I, I you know I, I think. I, when you burn your bridges on 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 information, then you you do you lost in the game, right? Who are, who are the, some of the guys that, that you just mentioned that you learned from? Say it again. Who are some of the guys that that you look back on that you know that you learned a lot from? You know, I I don't want to say any names, but um, like I mean, there's a guy from Detroit that 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 was in the game for a long time. You know, he sat me down. And, and and he's been around, especially the ABCD camp. He's he was he was a pro scout. You know, he sat me down and he um, you know, gave me some insight. Uh, God bless the dead, Mister 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 Prather. He he sat me down and he was telling me, you know, things he was going on in DC. Uh, the God bless the uh, the uh, the family in in uh, in Chicago. The uh, Irvins. Oh The yeah, pop Irvin. sat me down. You right. know what I'm saying. You know, so I was around all those people in ABC and in, in the camp. That's why, you know, it wasn't for Harstein. I wouldn't be in part of that circle to to, to to even to meet people. And then obviously Sonny and his camp, they also taught me, you know, the ins and outs on on how this corporate shoe game was was going. So, you know, if if you're only learning by 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 people telling you something and 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 what you experienced, that you're not learning a lot. I mean, I did a lot of observing. I observed things that um that I think I um kept quiet about it, but I definitely knew more than people thought I knew. Right. And then you later on, then you had. But, I mean, one big. Good. I'm not to cut you up, but one big thing that I thought that was major for people like Sebastian and LeBron was the immersion of the the, the uh, record company that. The, the executives of the music business trans, transition into um, sports, and and Steve Stout, who, who, I, who I met and also communicated with during that era, you know, he probably was one of the first people that that really helped a guy like 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 Jay Z get involved with shoe company. I think when he had the Reebok, so that transition um, from the, the the music business really. You know, being hands-on with the athletes helped the athletes and helped every helped the shoe company promote easily. And I don't think they get they they just do for that. But that was a major, major, you know, uh, uh, situation. I remember when Stefan was in the high school, he had wanted to go to a, a, a puffy party, and I've been partying for for years. I was like hesitant with it. We actually had KG in town, and um, and I was like, yo, we gotta make sure it's gonna be right. It was at the Roxy's. And, and and Puff was like Stephanie. I'm I'm said to Stephon, I'm the Stephon Marbury of the music business. <laughs> wow. I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> you heard about nothing. I'm the Stephon Marbury of the music business. Right. All right, we going in the party. Let's go. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know. So. so then you had after that later on, you had Lance Stevenson, which was another like a. Uh, you know, another big deal. Um, you know, how is how is his situation different from Sebastian? 
I have Khalid had him. He stole it from him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, speak, like, speak on that, Khalid. Yeah, well, listen, man, that was my interview, man. I had him for like three days, man. But I know, yeah, <laughs> I, Coney, yeah. I know them Coney Island dudes was lurking, man. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, that's like somebody from Fort Greene going to the project talking about, I'm going to marry that girl. I mean, you better check in first. <laughs> can't go to Bible practice and marry no girl. <laughs> Man, I had the uniform already set up and everything. <laughs> <laughs> you, had the, you, had the, you had the championship trophy set up. I had you the had championship trophy and everything. But it's all good. I'll so tell you one thing, Colin. I don't care what you say. I, listen, I, I can imagine that every Catholic League coach was so happy when that when that kid went to Lincoln, you know, didn't go to. Didn't oh, they, 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 you know, they were, they were going, they were going to tear me up in that league, man. They were coming. Yeah, you know that. Yeah, they were coming, man. Yeah, because because again, and then the next year we brought in, uh, we brought in Deron and Javon that next year, so it got nasty. <sighs> Yeah, they got so, so you were you were at Lachlan at the time. At that time, yeah. Matter of fact, I had uh, Devin Ebanks. Oh my god, I had Devin Ebanks. So it would have been Ebanks, E-Banks. Was there too. Yeah, it was, so it would have been Ebanks and Lance, and the next year Deron and Jayvon. That would have been sickening. Yeah, that'd have been nasty. That'd have been sickening. Yeah, I still love the hypothetical championships wow. though. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Yeah, talk about the L train. What was the difference, Tiny, between coaching Bashy and then coaching Lance? Um, the biggest difference is that Lance Lance's uh, father had a lot of uh, a lot of basketball history or knowledge of the game. He was even observing, so he had his own ideas on how he wanted his son to. Uh, to navigate through the basketball scene. I didn't have any ideas on how Sebastian was navigating. We just rolled with the punches, you know what I'm saying? So right. I didn't, I, I mean, if if a game came up or if a situation came up and it made sense and it, it could be, it, it could help us both on both sides, then we went with it. It wasn't, it wasn't me like understanding exactly what was going on. I was like, I was on a job training at on Sebastian era. Right. You know, so. I mean, to have a Lance coming, I thought that was going to be like, oh, man, we're going to take this to another level. Right. You know, but um, you know, his father had his own his own uh, goals and, and ways of doing things, so let it be. Right, right. Was the hype the same or, or not quite? It, it wasn't because the thing that Sebastian had People don't realize he still had that LeBron behind him, man. I remember being on the phone call with with uh with uh, Sonny Carroll when uh he was with, he went to Reebok and he had me on the phone with um his boss at Reebok and he never said Sebastian was better than LeBron, but he just said the charismatic and the the, the 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 smile on the face and the the marketability was was huge for a kid like Sebastian, you know. And and I think that was the difference because Lance didn't have that part of the game, you know, the, the marketability before he got on the court. You know, he didn't have a LeBron coming behind him. You know what I'm saying? So well, how good Sebastian was is going to be how good Lance was going to be. 
Yeah, that markability. I remember being at the Slam Magazine photo shoot when it was him and that was just one of many, man. Like, yeah, like, like that's just one of many that the kid could have capitalized if he, you know, if if things would have been a little different. You know, and, and I wish he was here to tell his story because he knows some things that, you know, depends on how much he want to say. But like, a couple of one or two things go the right way, the kid, the kid would be, he'd have been all right. Right, right. That's life. Right. Well, when you think about it, I mean, he played like 10 plus years in the league, right? Yeah, so yeah. You got you to gotta call that a success by, by a I lot. mean, I would. I, I would, you know what I mean? I would, if I was in the outside looking in, didn't hear the negativity part of it. Right, you right, You know, right. you know, but you know, being around and, and seeing what it was, and it's sad that people think like that, because like you said, yeah, 10 years in the NBA, out of high school, you know, and we don't want to talk about the other, you know, things you got to go through. But uh, how many people hit lottery and go broke? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, a lot. So yeah, I mean, I w- I was in um, a few years ago when I was with the Nets. I remember I, it blew my mind when I saw Anthony Bennett trying out for our uh, for our free agent. But he was a free agent. He was trying out for our team. Now you're talking about the number one pick in the draft. Yeah. Who picked him? Besides Chicago. I mean, it was the Cleveland. Cleveland. Cleveland picked him. Well, yeah. But yeah. who picked him? Nah, not the team. The who picked him? <laughs> <laughs> What's that person's name? I don't know. I'm going we'll to look that up. That's, look a good, that that's a good question. That's a I good question. I bet you they're still in the league. <laughs> Word. For oh, real. Oh, man. It must be somebody's cousin then. If they're, if they're white, he's still in the league, guaranteed. <laughs> somebody's <somebody> cousin. <laughs> Yeah, so I remember, like, I, I, it's amazing because I saw a lot of first-round picks that have not, that were in the league maybe four or five years, and they come back, and they're trying out for a team. So 10 years, we just had Anthony Murrow the other night on on mm-hmm. our podcast. Mm-hmm. He didn't get drafted, and he was in the league 10 years. So yeah. I tell people, if you could be in the league more than five years, you, you already accomplished something, man. That's, 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 that's a run, yeah. man. Yeah, it's not easy. Yeah, and even more so for somebody like Sebastian because you come in with all that hype, it's it's you could go down much quicker. But to be able to hang yes. on like that, that means you you really you know you really were grinding. Yes, that's a fact. Yes, that's a fact. Let you say that. So, as far as you go, so you know you had Lincoln, you did your thing, basically became a legend at Lincoln, and then. You had the Seton Hall gig. So, you know, why did you want to – was that always your plan to try to go to college, to do the college thing? And, you know – Yeah, you, I always wanted to go to college. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. that, was, that was definitely a goal, a dream of mine to coach college basketball. Mm-hmm. It's just that, you know, it came at an a, a, a odd and a good time at the same time. So when, when the opportunity – you know, sometimes you can't – sometimes opportunity don't knock more than once. Right. So you got you to gotta take it. So the opportunity of me coaching – and my son was finishing high school, so I figured that you know I I, I had a chance to, to take a break of high school basketball. Mm-hmm. I took advantage of that. Was it a good experience? It was a great experience. It was a great experience. It, it was something that you can't take away from me, you know. And I learned a lot from it. You know what I'm saying? I learned a lot of what I assumed the NCAA was about, and I learned a lot of what I what I assumed what what the college game was about. Now, were you on the road recruiting during that? Yes. Time? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. 
a couple of guys I recruited didn't, didn't make it there. Uh, I recruited hard. Uh, the kid, Doherty, that was that just finished up at uh, Auburn. Okay. I recruited him hard there, but they they, they didn't. I don't know what uh, the kid. The kid was at St. John's. That uh, that was in the backcourt with Shamari. I recruited him hard out of out of um, out of Chicago. So I was hanging out in Chicago, like like I was in Brooklyn. Right. And then, and no, then I was I was behind some guns or whatever, you know. What I, mean? <laughs> um, I, right. I recruited a, another kid, Foster, from Philly. So I, I I was trying to get into Philly and to Chicago. You know, everybody you know thought I, I couldn't you know branch out of New York City. So I and I went I went alone. Mm. You know, so I was trying to break into places that seemed hole I'm supposed to be in. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What is what is your like recruiting like? How do you how do you recruit? Like, what's your philosophy on it? If you have one, it de- it really depends. It depends. We're talking about college now, right? Yeah. You know, I got a, I got a reputation. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, which I don't do. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but he, I mean, even so, this, like it's le- it's a legit part of the business, regardless. College and high school. But I, I was talking about yeah, college. Yeah. So, no, I'm glad you said that because because. Any good coach, they don't have players, man. Come on, you, you're killing. Me. You're not. You're not coaching. Right. You know what I mean? It, it's. It's. I mean. I mean, you're coaching, but you. You're not competing. And, you know, it's hard. It's hard to be a a, a real great coach if you're, if you're not competing on the highest level. Um, but um, it depends on the on, on the position. Like, I think everybody look at me and think that I'm a guard person, or I, or I have strengths in guards. I really, I really like the the, the limps. I, I think I. I do better seeing what, what what big guys have, more less than the guys, you know, unless it's somebody just obvious. So I'm always going for guys that's that's the third and fourth player, you know. I think that's why Desi Rodriguez did so well at Seton Hall. I'm I'm trying to figure out what those guys can bring to the table. Like like you get a guy who's supposed to be the third or fourth man on the, on the bench. I mean I mean on on a rotation. And, and and he ain't no sucker, and he gonna fight the best player on the court. Then yeah, then your best player gonna be even yeah. better. Yeah. So yeah. I was huge, like like with the kid we I had the kid that that that, that uh, Khalil had Tank. You know, I I, I thought Tank was was the glue was the glue. Him and the kid out of head next to it. Those yeah. the glue guys. Those are the guys that you know punch in your mouth if you're one of the best players. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. And then Tank became a night a sniper at your school. You you let him you yeah. let him lose yeah. that three point yeah. shot. Yeah. yeah. What about um? So at 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 Lincoln, I mean at uh, Seton Hall, you brought Desi Kane, Isaiah Whitehead. So right there, they knew they were getting a whole lot of value from you, right? As a as a coach. But but but, but what I didn't know. Is that a couple of other kids came because of those two was coming? Right. Mm. You know, you know, I, I, you know, Coach Willis doing a great job over there. So you know, I don't, I don't want to, you know, whatever. A couple right. of kids called me and was like, "Yo, these two ain't coming. I ain't we ain't coming." Right. It could have went south over there. <clears throat> you had the juice again. <laughs> yeah. 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 They don't want to hear the truth, but yeah. Yeah. You said you learned you learned a 
a lot from from just being in the college game. What are some of the like, the things you saw that you didn't that that kind of opened your eyes in terms of in terms of of it not being what you really thought it would be? Well, nothing on the negative side, but um, being a teacher, I knew I was getting paid every, you know, every two weeks. I'm getting a check. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be hard for me not getting a check being a teacher. I just didn't know college was so much of a grind to keep your job. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't know that that the grind was crazy. But it was also, it wasn't like I, like I I I realized how lucky I was being an assistant coach in the Big East because mm. I didn't know how hard it was for us as black men to mm. be a, a, a college coach. I didn't know that. I, I thought I thought that someone would say, you know what, out of out of ten out of twelve players, maybe seven or eight are black, so maybe. They have a chance to be able to become a coach on on the on the in the game that we we play so much. You know, I didn't know it was so difficult to crack that 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 college the college uh, staff. I didn't realize that. So, you know, I mean, we had we had we had Book Richardson on a couple weeks ago, so you know that you know that story. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost you know, and we talked about it with him like it's almost like. People talk about the glass ceiling, like the assistant coach to head coach is the crazy for black coaches is the crazy glass ceiling because you got like fifty five percent of the there's fifty five percent black co- black assistant coaches, but when you talk about head coaches, only like twenty percent, if that. You know what I'm saying? So something something ain't translating. Like they ain't, they they keeping you they they keeping black assistant coaches in their positions. It's almost like you're only there to recruit. Is that is that did you get that feeling? Um, no, nah, I got the word. I didn't get the feeling. I got, <laughs> you know, I, 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 you know, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, so there's a, it was a straight up and word. It's not only, it, it, yeah, but it's not only, it's not, it's not the other people holding us down. It's more or less our people a lot of times holding us back. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if, if we know how to play checkers, just checkers. I'm not even talking about chess. Just play checkers. You know, if, if you had a biggie school and you assistant coach, and and you've been there for a while, and you know somebody of your kind, help them get to a a, a, a lower level division one. Like help them get on. I said the saying, you know what? If he, if I get him, if I help him get get him to LIU, and I'm at uh uh whatever a, 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 a close t- a team, he might still a player that I need. Right. That's you know it's 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 us that's not helping us. Right. I, mean, I mean I think that's that's what we need to start at. Right. If you're in. PA guy, and, and and you got connection from a college, and you know somebody that can you know that can do well at a college. Help them to college. It's on all levels. I think guys that's in the NBA that did well can help can help someone get somewhere in, in this game. Mm-hmm. Right. I really do. Wow. But it's us, and we just focus. We, we just focus on one entity. When we you know, if I'm talking about in any aspect of this game, like we should be pulling people up. Right. I mean, I try to do it around me. Absolutely. So what 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 made you leave? How come you didn't stay? I never asked you that. You just wonder. Seen Hall? Yeah. Uh, it was a numbers game. It was a numbers game. You know, like 25. I had to do 25 to get my pension. 
Mm -hmm. I was at I was at 21. Wow. You know, when I got there, you know, Coach Willett said everything he said he was going to do, you know, in terms of helping the kids out. So, uh, you know, I, I don't need to be there now. I could, you know, my, my right. only thing to go in there was really to, um, you know, experience the game and, and, and also maybe help the kids that was there make it an easy transition. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> the transition wasn't, wasn't hard at all for them. Right. And he was true to his word. Them kids played their game. Right. So then you went back to Lincoln and then um you won it you won another championship when you came. Yeah, yeah. It was some, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I beat yeah. the whole league. I beat the whole New York State. I was number <laughs> one in the state. So you beat Lou Hyde, you beat Jefferson. Hey, everybody. Yeah. Who's on that who's on that team? Who? Who was on that team? Which one? The when you came back. I had 18? a bunch of grinders. I can't, if I tell you a couple of names, you might not know them. Uh -huh. I had a bunch of grinders, man. I just, I had a bunch of grinders, man. I had a great team. I had a couple of kids that, that couldn't play at Christ the King, so they came, they came to me. But they tell you, they said I was recruiting the kid, but <clears throat> I'm recruiting from your bench now. They're on your bench now. Right, now right, I'm right. getting that. I'm getting that desperate lid. I'm recruiting off the benches now. Right. And then and then winning the whole thing. That's crazy. And they, and they won the whole thing. You know what I mean? Like I'm desperate. So that's you know what. That probably was one of my uh, personally favorite championships. Is because because people always say you just like it's. I feel like I was LeBron. Like okay, you're still not that good. Oh, you're still yeah. not that good. Nah, right. but you're still not like you. Nah, you're not that good. No way you're that good. Right, you know, you know. So I was happy with that chip. Right, right. Uh, they took a couple away though, but you know, <laughs> they took a couple away. It's a, <laughs> they took a couple. Of, they took a couple away from me. That's why I left the PSL. They actually took a couple away. Like what? what you mean? Yeah, they took a couple away. So they took a couple. Mm. They took. They, they did. You re you ref you referenced it a couple of times about you know your your reputation or whatever. But how how do you? How do you deal with that? You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's been going on a long time now. They've been talking about like this for like, you know, over 10 yeah, plus years. Yeah, but the only thing, the only thing, I, the only thing I don't understand, like, like, <clears throat> like, um, you come from a situation, well, well, me, like as a basketball player. When I was at Lincoln, right, after I done seen the AAU side of it, where Gauchos would go, snatched the best player from Brownsville, the best player from the Bronx, and he put a team together, and those guys are being recruited by everyone in the country. Like, you're already shaping young men's mind that you got to play with the best teams in order for you to get somewhere. You know what I'm saying? And it's still going on today, right? right. So, and then I go to high school, and I don't play my freshman year, but the neighborhood, the, 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 the neighbor school, Grady, is – is recruiting me like crazy to come play with them and I'm trying to go there. So like you guys are teaching us or you showing us how you're supposed to treat the game, right? Right. So you get a guy like me who comes from Coney Allen. Most of my kids are from Coney Allen, you know, and, and it's so obvious that the formula was you got four or five guys from the same neighborhood. They playing in the same parks on Sundays and Saturdays. That's extra practice. Right. They they probably cousins of somebody. Like so, you got a core already set up in Coney Allen, and you get a couple of guys sprinkle in from Fort Greene, and you start winning. That's that's the formula you want. Right. So so now you create this Duke 
atmosphere where 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 you attract players almost. So now, like, it's it's kind of like I gotta recruit, not to recruit. I gotta set it up and tell players indirectly, I don't need you. Right. Or or I I got somebody's cousin who I grew up with, even though he might not be better than you, I can't use you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So to me, I did less, I did more of that than more grabbing. You know what I mean? I did more of saying, you know what? Nah, I got too many already. Nah, if I, like I, I told Whitehead one time, uh, kid wanted to come to Lincoln, and I was like, yo, Whitehead, if I get this kid, then you're not gonna have a chance to break last record. He was like, nah, I'm not with that. Let's, let's win. I don't care about the scoring record. Right. So I was, I was, you know what I mean? I felt that I, I did right for that kid because he wasn't worrying about breaking no record. He was worrying about just winning right. and playing the right way. So, I, I mean, I mean, yeah, we all can get this, this reputation, but you know, that reputation that I had helped me get players and, right. and helped me get families to, to come, to come wanna, um, play for me. So I'm not gonna, I think, I think people talk about me, want me to dummy it down. So I can stop winning. Right. It's like you. It's like you said before. How who builds like a a top notch program and can't recruit and doesn't yeah. and doesn't do Look everything in their power to recruit. Look at Mount Verde. I'm I'm, I'm upset because he got people doing it for him. I Ray got me on my knees. Shout out to Ray Miller. Yeah, it ain't just Ray Miller, man. It ain't just I Ray know, Miller. Ray, I, me I, and Ray, Ray go Ray way do back. A good job. Me and Ray go way back. Ray do a good job, but yo, it's 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 this. It's not obvious that the top ten players is playing at one school, right? You right. Know? That's not obvious, right? Or is it obvious? Nah, it's obvious to me. You got to know. You got to know what he's saying. <laughs> we talking to sneaker companies now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and a couple other. Uh, yeah, yeah. That whole network is, you know. Uh huh. It's different though. It's the game is different, you know. It's it's changing slowly, but it's changing. Yeah. How how so? I mean, the, the COVID thing really. It, I think it 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 put a stop to a lot of things that it was probably going to be ceased anyway. You know, I I don't think uh, the shoe companies was going to be able to compete with Nike anyway. So, you know, I, I don't know how much they lose. I haven't been really following the stock market, but. I don't know how much they've been, they was losing, but they might have been. They might be saving, to be honest, because they probably lost even more. I had to just get out the game, right? You know, but um, the the COVID really, you know, it's it slowed up a lot of things, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of lot of situations. And I think the kids gonna the kids is always gonna hurt. The kids always gonna trickle down to the kids first. Yeah, you know, and and, and people that's making money not gonna see it until until you until, until they get hit. Right. What changes would you make to the to the like the grassroots scene if you could? Like what like what are things you see like man if they just did it like this, it would help both sides. Oh, that's hard. I mean, today is hard because like I said, the COVID is stopping a lot of funds for being you know allocated to, to grassroots. Um, you had to have something united, man. The ABC camp was even though it was it was a lot of Dita kids, you know, some of the best players came over. I mean, you gotta have something that's 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 united. Um, um, I, I don't think the all the states are still even when it comes to, you know, what kind of plays you can get to come to your school. Um, that's not fair, you know. In, in New York, it's hard to get guys from out of country to come to the schools. 
So that's unbalanced also. So there's a lot of things on the grassroots or the high school level that I think that uh that can help. I think it should be more um programs in the school that cater to to the athlete off the court. You know what I mean? I, I don't think we should waste time in classes that if you really focus on being an athlete, that you should go some to, to, to programs that you can learn how to, you know, manage the money. Imagine Sebastian went somewhere and he knew how to manage his money, his his uh, his uh, publicist. You know, he, he cared about, you know, who, wh- you know, how, how he looked, you know, how, how many chains he should not wear, how many, you know, big cars he should not buy. You know what I'm saying? Like, why you got experience that? I think we set up. This. I think that's the setup. Let right. them experience that that stuff, man. If they make it through, they make it through. <laughs> right. You know? I ain't never seen. I don't know about you, live, but I I never seen LeBron brag about how many cars he had. Never. No. I never seen it. No. Actually, have or can get. Right. I haven't either. I never seen it. Yeah, it wouldn't even be fair right now. And I know he wears jewelry, but I, know, I, I you know I, I never seen how much stuff he brag right. brag about when it comes to the materialistic stuff. Nah, I never seen it. I feel like it might be a New York thing too, man. Our kids get caught up in yeah. a lot of that. It's a setup, man. Yeah. I swallowed my book too. I got something I, I, I can't say, but somebody said something pertaining to that. And it's amazing because it's so true, man. It's kind of like, <clears throat> yeah, give them some money, man. Yeah. You know, it's it's opposite to it's opposite to this 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 quote to say about us. Put it in the book. Mm. You want to hide something from us? You put it in the book. What did my what did, what did my man say on um, Baby Boy? Man, guns and butter, man. <laughs> That's what. That, <laughs> guns and butter. Tiny, what? Well, uh, Unbelievable. Talk about Nazareth, man. Like, how was that experience? Like, I know you you took on a role as AD. It was a whole new, that's a whole new role. And then Catholic League, that's a whole new setup. You know, how was that, how was that experience? That was, that was another, I, I, I think I, I, I think I'm living the dream. You know, I, I lived the dream, man. To go to coach in the Big East and then the coach in the same league that that was just killing me when I was, when I was winning. So like, it, it, it was a dream to go fight, figure out, you know, what the other side looked like, man. Right. You know, and that's exactly what it was. You know, um, I mean, it, it was it was a good experience because, like you said, I was the AD. But it also was a good experience because, like, I, I, I okay, this is not Lincoln is no less than Nazareth, right? You know, you can't say Cap. Now, you, I can really say you can't tell me Catholic school is a better situation than a public school, right? Vice versa, you can't tell me that, and on the court or off the court, you can't tell me that now, right? I was there. I seen it. Right. Well, even even in the most recent, mm-hmm. like even when you came back in in twenty eighteen at Lincoln, winning a championship, they still had the Catholic the Catholic school league still had that rep as being better. Yeah. <clears throat> Today too. Yeah, they're gonna always have that rep to being better. Because because no one I mean, in the public schools is fighting for us. But you know, like I was, I wanted to ask you about that too. Just New York City basketball, like it's obviously it's not the same. You know, when I was when I was coming out of high school, it was like ninety mid nineties. I mean, the talent in the city was crazy, and especially especially Catholic school, but but public school too. 
you know, what, what do you think, you know, what's some of the reason why we don't have that same talent we used to have? It's the AAU. The AAU was so beneficial and it always been like AAU basketball is so important for, uh, for anyone to, uh, to be a, a successful basketball player right now. Not everyone, but many of us use AAU basketball. And at that era, the AAU coaches and the high school coaches were on kind of the same page. And they were better coaches. You know, it was better for the kids to come from a, a AAU program that knew how to coach the game and knew how to navigate through the system and go to a high school that did the same. So it was it was so parallel back then. It's not anymore, you know. Tiny, like the we Broncos always... had players from Lincoln. Mm -hmm. Right. You we know? talk we, a lot of times. We talk about the kids, but in um, what do you feel about the state of coaching? Like it's terrible, right? It's terrible. I mean, and the reason why I say it's terrible because because the discipline is not there anymore. You know, you, you can forget about X and O's, but the discipline is not there. I, I see so many kids, um, and I did a good. I did a lot of a lot of observing for the last two or three years. And, and and you guys know places I've been, so and, and it's surprising because I see a lot of kids that get away with stuff that they might have thought they got away with me, but that would never happen with me. You know, I, I, you can ask any player that would play for me. There's certain things that I'm, I'm, you know, certain parents have not. That's why people dodge me because they know that you know certain things not going to happen. Right. You know, so you know, either dodge me or say, you know what, we just we you know. We don't need him, so we're not gonna go that way. Right. You know, but there's no one else out here. Like, and like you said, you know, the like I said, the the, the coaching is terrible. And right. I'm not I'm not saying you can't drop a play, or you, you can't uh, 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 run a practice. You just the management skills during the game is terrible. Right. You know, that's one thing I learned at, at, in college when I came back. I, I really hated playing in certain games in the PSL because it wasn't basketball. Right. You know, and I didn't realize I was part of that at one, at, at one point, you know, you know, but you know, some people have to have to grow, get up the element, but um, yeah, it's just not, it's not, it's not real basketball. Sometimes. Um, what, you, what, you, what you mean by that? It's just some, it's, it's, it's so unorganized from the gate and it's not always the kids. It's sometimes the adults, you know, like, like, I go to a, I go to a Catholic school game, and it could be the best two teams in the city, and they could have our kids, kids from the projects, right? Their parents are still from the project. They just got a Catholic school uniform. You go to a public school game, you walk into the public school game, same kids, same parents, right? But now you're walking in, and there's 75 security guards. Or right. school safety, they want to call them. Right. So, I mean, right there, you telling you telling kids, you know what? Something's gonna happen. You know, like the way we police our people, sometimes it's it's not it's just not right. Right. You know, it's not right, and it's like I said, it starts before you even get on the basketball court. Mm -hmm. You gotta go through uh, scanning for going to Lincoln. I mean, I get it. You know, you want to play safe. But, you know, now you got to expect everyone to be on the, on, on the, on the defense. Mm -hmm. Well, I tell you what, when I was coaching at Lachlan, we didn't have uh, any, any scanning. But now they actually have a security guard at the door. I don't know if you know that. 
Yeah. You know, Lockman used to be the the, uh, the, the, the public school, Catholic school. You know that, bro. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it still is. <laughs> it's just, yeah, you know what I mean? It's gentrified <laughs> over there now, though. Yeah. <laughs> you, still got, you still got to bring in the public school players, though. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You still gotta, you gotta get those numbers up. <laughs> it's a number game. <laughs> it's a number game. What, what's up with you? Like, what are you doing now as far as basketball? You working with kids? Like, what are you doing now? I'm relaxing, man. I'm, I'm relaxing. Some of it is my choice. Some of it is not my choice. Obviously, with the COVID stuff. But I, I'm just, I'm just happy not to have, had to do anything, you know. But teach, you know. I, I ain't had this in a long time, you know. It's, and, and I, I don't want to get used to it, but I'm happy to have the, the, the freedom. Do you want to go back to college or eventually maybe be a, uh, work in the NBA? Yeah, the NBA would be a great, a great situation for me. College, I, I don't know if, you know, if, if I can get something local, you know, somebody crazy enough to, um, to or smart enough to, to understand, I can probably help a local, a local college team up. Mm-hmm. I'll, um, yeah, but the NBA would be great for me. Um, I I want to I want to see if I can help the PSL out on the on the administration level, you know, help them out and you know help the coaches out in large, right? You know, at large, so the um coaching against them, right? Figuring out how I'm how I'm beating them, right? <laughs> yeah, well, we need somebody to help us out. You know what I'm saying? It's no more, you, you know, no. But it's just that it's just it's, it's the it's the mannerism sometimes of some of the coaches like. You lose off the, you lose right away, you know, and and I don't know. Maybe some guys will listen to me. Who knows? Like I listen to Ray Haskins, guys like that. Yeah, me too. You know that. Shout out to Ray, Coach Haskins. Yeah. So we don't have who's the Ray Haskins of high school basketball right now. We guys does not listen to Ray anymore. We we listen to Ray. We have you know that's our era. Now who's who's OG. the Ray Haskins right now, bro? Right. But who 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 is it? Who's 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 who's, who's the Mathis? Right. There's nobody. Who's the Mo Hicks? So right there, it was a done deal. Right. Exactly. It's a done deal. Right. It's sad. Mm-hmm. And it gotta be us to point that. Yeah. What's the, what's the name of the book? Out of bounds. All right. All right. <laughs> Out of bounds. Oh, is, it, is, it, is it in print yet? <laughs> it's, it's it's on my phone, so I got I got to make sure I I keep putting it putting it to my my computer for somebody to destroy yeah. my phone. Yeah, don't lose that phone, man. But no, nah, I ain't gonna lose the phone. Call me for some, <laughs> call me for some quotes, Tanny. Yeah, <laughs> trust me. Trust me. <laughs> What about yeah. the kid, the kid, the five, like before we let you go, the kids in this era, you know, you mentioned you didn't like the social media aspect of it and all that, but what, what kind of it, like, you know, kids 13, 14 got hype now. Uh, what kind of advice do you give those kids? What would say? What kind of advice? Yeah. Like overall advice, how to navigate, you know, even just to even get to D1, much you less to be a well, pros. You gotta be a well-rounded kid, man. I mean, if you, if you're not fortunate to come from these, What's from these these uh, basketball families? Because as you notice, more basketball families are making it to the highest level. Um, if you're not we're fortunate to come from you know these so-called functional families, just be a well a well-rounded kid. You know, I, I mean, it's it's a computer era, so you try, try to master something on the computer because that's where you can make a lot of money at. 
you know, off the court, you know, you just gotta be well-rounded. You just can't, I just, I just, it, it kills me when I see kids and families just still really just caring about basketball. Like, come on, like, like you have to see what you saw. Like basketball is not the, the, the all of the be all. Right. It's not, and, and you don't want to kill a kid's dream. So I, I don't want to say this out loud and still try to coach a kid. But come on, parents and mentors got to just try to push them to something, something else, you know? Right. Like I told, I, I was watching my daughter on, on her phone and she, and, and she watched the same programs. Like, I'm like, do you watch sports? Do you watch anything else? She was like, ill. I was like, ill? I was like, okay. <laughs> okay, I gotta, I gotta get her to do something else. <laughs> Brought in her mind, right? Yeah, you got to broaden in mind, man. Yeah. You got to. What would you, what, what would you, what would you, how would you help a coach navigate a player? Like, for example, Mikey, that kid in, uh, he plays for the Compton Magic. This kid has like- I've seen him play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How would you, how would you- I've seen him play, I've seen, I seen him play recently. Okay. Um, I seen him play down, I seen him play down in Atlanta. Um, and he remind me of, his game remind me of, I'm getting old, okay. <laughs> the kid, the kid, uh, the kid from New York that's, that's on um, Butler. I mean, Mitchell. D. Mitchell. Oh, Donovan, oh, Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. Okay. okay. Yeah, Donovan. Yeah. 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 His, his game, his game, his game reminds me of that. I mean, I mean, see, and that's the problem with me seeing a lot of players. It's hard. I'm a hard critic, man. I mean, I watched him play, but his, his, I never watched him practice. But his persona on the court is like he's the shit. Mm -hmm. He made it already, right. you know. And he might have. Who knows? But it's too much of that. To me, it's too much of of the Hollywood stuff right now. Mm -hmm. Like everyone, like like look at the kid Jonathan Kamingo, man. He's supposed to be the best player I ever ever coached. No way in the world. I had that kid at Lincoln for four years. Nah. Nah, no way. You know what I'm saying? So things like that, when the kids already so-called made it in their mind, it's it's a killer, man. It's a killer. Right. It's really a killer. And that's rampant in the in the basketball community now. Cause they look at their views. Yeah. And that, that makes them think they're celebrities already. Which is hard because all the all the top and when they don't make it. It's a hard crash. I mean, all the top players are going to be when they at don't, the top of their class, but, you know, each all along the way up. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be the top freshman, top and sophomore. So yeah. it's a it's a crazy grind. Like, you can't – how do you not be – how do you not get big-headed? People around you. I mean, people around you got to keep you grounded if, if you have that, that circle. I mean, but then again, a lot of these guys really don't have what, 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 what most – high school kids did have growing up. I mean, just to have a bunch of a million people follow you on 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 on, uh, on Instagram. If that's enough for you, then cool. I remember, I remember, I remember, I remember one day. I can't say. Too, I remember one time with Sebastian High School. We was getting free. We was getting free everything, man. I'm talking about underwears, coats. I mean, it it, it was it was crazy, man. Like it was crazy. You know. It was a different situation. Right. But, you know, 100 hits, 100,000 hits, and you happy that you made it? Cool. Right. 
That's right. all you're looking for is hits on on Instagram. Right. It's just, I don't want to say what I want to say, but you know, you let these shoe companies off easy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Letting them off too easy, man. Right. Right. You know? man. Yeah, I guess I guess that's where you separate you separate the you know the good the okay from the good the good from the great. You know you got to. But but it's but it's but, but it's not fair though, I, I, you know, and I I gotta say this, it's not fair that they letting the the. the the company's off that easy because there's still a lot of people that's that benefited off of land whitehead and sebastian guys like that that's the 12th and the 15th man got free situations for, right and it's not fair that it's not the situation anymore right right you know you can be an individual a, a, a shoe company can say i only gotta take care of one guy now i ain't got to the school or the au program or the or the, uh, the the YMCA, you know what I mean? Come on, come on! Remember back when he was working at the YMCA and he got stuff from me, you know what I'm saying? So you ain't gotta do that anymore because all you gotta do is worry about that one guy online and maybe his 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 little circle and then everyone else that's on his team. Who cares? Yeah, that's not. And that's, that's sad. Yeah, so now they blood suckers. They playing the blood sucker game. Yeah. And people don't see it. They don't recognize it because they never saw it. So how are they going to know it? Right. And that's the bad thing that's going on right now. Yeah, I remember being at ABCD. You don't see what you don't know, how you know. I remember being at ABCD and going Come in on, that closet. Man, was too- <laughs> the whole hood was flooded. <laughs> every grandmother, every... But you know what? I wanted. <laughs> Got the hey, stuff. <laughs> hey, 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 K, the funny thing about it, but listen, the, the the sad thing about it, as I look at that now, we thought we was taking it. Right. And that was meant to be given out. It was free, free anyway. marketing. Yes. Yes. Sad. Sad. We were happy for the crumbs. <laughs> so why we can't get like that today? Right. Exactly. And kids can't get like that anymore. Right. It's, it's crazy. Right. It's right. crazy. Two companies went backwards. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right, man. Uh, the great, the great Tiny Morton, high school grassroots legend in NYC and Brooklyn in particular. Thank you for joining us on Up Next. Really appreciate it. The candid conversation. Yeah. Appreciate you, Tiny. Appreciate you having me, man. Yeah, for sure, man. All right. Let, let us know your next move, man. We got to announce it on our podcast, man. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> I know you got something up to sleep. No sleeve. doubt. Stop playing I, I with will. Me, <laughs> I got you. All right, baby. One love. Peace. Appreciate it. I'll talk to you. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff from uh, Tiny Morton there. Uh, the infamous, the infamous Tiny Morton. <laughs> but, you know, I still, you know, you hear, you hear all kinds of stuff, man. But like, like I said, uh, during the conversation, I mean, there's no, you, you can't have a, a, a monster program without being a big time recruiter and getting players how, however you got to get them. And it just seems like certain guys get that bad rap and other, and other guys don't. Right. Like, uh, you know, there's somebody that told me you could have the X's and O's, but you also have the Tyrone, you need to have the Tyrant Tyrones and Joes as well. <laughs> so exactly. You could have all these plays. I remember I was at Bishop Lachlan and I was the worst coach for one year. And then I ran the same plays with two All-Americans. I became one of the best coaches. <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. You have to recruit. Recruiting is part of the game, and um, it's the bloodline of any program. And Tiny is, is more than excelled in that element of the game. Yeah, and we see, you know, at the college level, I mean, it's all, it's, I mean, please, like we, you know, they had the FBI up in there, okay? Right. So they, 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 you know, they ain't pulling no punches on the college level. We, we know it's, it's a doggy dog world as far as recruiting. So it's going to be like that on every level. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we had a legend today, man. Yeah, another one, another one. Yeah, yeah. Another, another legend today. Uh, you know, keep supporting the podcast. Um, follow us on Instagram at UpNextPod. Follow us on Twitter at UpNext underscore pod. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to it on, you know, not just Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, Spotify Stitcher, right. wherever you get your podcast. So definitely uh, keep showing the support. Right. Play us, play us, man. You know, whether you're working out, Long ride down the highway, going to work. Put on the Up Next podcast, man. You hear some great footage from uh, great athletes and great coaches of the of the of their era. All right. So so until next week, like I said, uh, keep clicking on that subscribe button, on that like button, and uh, we'll keep coming with, with uh, big time interviews every week. Same bad cha- channel, same bad time. Hey. <laughs> Go ahead and take your shot. This one is for the city. Let's show them how we rock. Coaches used to call my phone. What you doing? Just got home. Practice, make them perfect. Perfect timing. Put me in my zone. Two, three, thirty-two. Thirty-three like birdie two. Time to put on for your city when they never heard of you. Ball player. Ain't no watching from the side. Picking up them pieces, ain't no limits in the sky. Uh, said you got up next, but gon' show them why. Uh, one, two, that's a three. Now take your shot, ball player. Bishop Lachlan, purple and gold, that's a flex. Uh, Kylie Green, got me a scally for he left. Uh, Joe Cash, something like dollars on the check. Uh, they had then, I got now, now guess who next? Uh, ball player. Ain't no watching from the side. Uh, said you got up next. Well, go ahead and show them why. Uh, picking up them pieces. No limits in the sky. Uh, one, two.